I'm a pretty big fan of mobile games. I like being able to take them on the go and having a lot of different options to choose from. Uh, some of them are pretty good, some of them are you know, pretty bad, some of them are just straight up predatory. But I'm going to be reading about one in particular for this short. Now, the game itself doesn't matter, it's whatever. Specifically, what I'm going to be reading are the comments from the fan ran wiki for this game. Now, for games like this, wikis are pretty common. I mean, you gotta get information somewhere. So, the fact that there's a wiki isn't actually that big of a deal. For once. So, what exactly is it about this wiki that I wanted to do a short on? Well, the thing about gotcha games is that oftentimes what drives their sales are having attractive characters that you can pull for. And, you know, a lot of times, especially with the anime games, they tend to be full of scantily clad, big booby characters. Uh, this game's a little bit different, there's actually majority male characters for once, but, you know, same principle, you know, hot JPEGs of characters drive sales. But, more importantly, this wiki is unmoderated. Or, if there is a moderation team, they have died, I guess. I don't know. Uh, for whatever reason, the comment sections on the character pages, and each character has their own page, is lawless. Like, people can just post whatever the fuck they want, and nothing will take it down, for better or for... Mm, it's mostly worse. Uh, heads up, this is going to be a pretty gross episode. So, let's get started. We'll start on the page for the character Typhon, where Anonymous says, The Chad Barra Shark Surfer Dude. Even completely heterosexual men want to be ravaged by this guy. He doesn't need a proper weapon. His surfboard is enough. To which Anonymous says, I might be straight, but Typhon is one sexy shark. Anonymous adds, Flirts with you immediately after being summoned, but has no love quest. Why? And then Anonymous adds, All I'm gonna say is, Sharks usually have two... You know. To which Anonymous responds, TWO-INCH PENIS! Anonymous adds, Typhon stuffs his speedo because, being a shark, he does not normally have a bulge. Because of this, he refuses to remove his pants in front of anyone and insists that you close your eyes and turn around first. To this day, no one has discovered his secret. Or at least, that's what he thinks. And from there, we'll go to the page for the character Ziz, where Anonymous says, Why did they put tits on a bird? Why not just make her entire body sans the face covered in feathers and give her chest fluff? And then Anonymous says underneath, Bikini skin! Bikini skin! Mommy's eggies! Anonymous adds, She got her cloaca all the way out. She really don't give a fuck. To which Rin says, Best mom slash sister. If I did a fucky-wucky on any of the translations, let me know. And then from there, we'll go to the page for the character Arachne, where Anonymous says, She looks so good I stand a queen! Though she better get away from Seth, let the man be gay. Anonymous responds with, Oh, I love her voice, and she is hot and stylish. My favo girl remains the tomboy Tomormiati, but now I like two girls in this game, and she must have a think with my husband Thathagua. Lel is only natural that she must have the best taste. To which Anonymous says, 
Imagine feeling the heat from Arachne's plump, wobbly ass cheeks warming up your face as she bears her child-rearing hips down onto your head, blacking out your vision and flooding your nose with the sense of fresh sweat, perfume, and her lust as she presses her tight virgin asshole against your lips and lets her juices run freely from her puffy pussy and down your chin. To which Anonymous adds, What do you think her spinneret smells like, haha? And then, because he was mentioned, we will go from there to the page for Sathagua, to which Anonymous comments, Loki kidding him right now. Haven't left the house in a month. Quarantine time. To which Anonymous comments, Sagthagua Piskink, Sathagua Piskink, please just pee on me, sir. To which Anonymous comments, Wow, King, that video game lore is so interesting. Can we fuck now? To which Anonymous says, I want to be the little slime that cleans under his foreskin. Eee. To which Anonymous says, He's so beautiful. God, I wish he was real so I could worship him even more and sit on his lap while playing games. To which Anonymous says, Even if he's been massively cutesified and husbando materialed, to be honest, they captured a lot about the original old god he's based on pretty well, right down to his girth, the slime-like familiar he uses, the fluffiness, and even the ear-head crest thingies on top of his head. Making him a neat was a stroke of genius, because the original old god was basically the Snorlax of the Lovecraftian gods. Lol. Minus the sacrifice part, at least, since Sathwagwa here is a pretty nice guy. To which Alex Waff says, Like, yeah, he's an adorable chub, but on closer inspection, there's quite a bit of muscle on him, gosh. Look at those thick thighs and legs. So shapely, too. It's not something you get with only fat. Absolute unit, this one. Plus the bulge is gigantic. Looks so soft and alluring. And from there, we'll go to the page for the character Tezcat Lipoka, where Anonymous says, why are people drawing him with female main character, when he's one of the few characters who canonically sees the main character as male and is attracted to him? Can't you draw literally any other character with her and fuck off? Holy shit. To which Anonymous comments directly and says, For the same reason people draw Ophion with the male main character, even though Euronima was a woman. Stop gatekeeping fan art based on your personal taste. It's cringe. To which Anonymous responds again and says, I don't have anything against women. What the fuck are you on? Trying to put words in my mouth to make me look worse? Not gonna happen, you sad shit. I'm saying if you want straight relationships, you can go anywhere else and you'll find it. But not here. If most of the art is gay, that's good. Because at least the audience is doing what the fucking devs won't. And Anonymous separately comments, Y'all bitches have some of the stupidest fights. Anyway, I just want to lick his armpits and make him my cum slot. And Anonymous says, rubbing your cock back on forth on his armpit hair till you just nut on his armpit and then he licks it up. Ooh ooh. And Anonymous follows up with, He's guilty of something, I know that. But punishment never suit the victims of the crime. This game's creation is the crime. And Anonymous comments, Do you think Shane Dawson would bang him? To which Anonymous responds directly and says, Shane Dawson didn't bang Tezcat Lipoka. Shane Dawson didn't apply Yunction to Tezcat Lipoka. Shane Dawson didn't put his sword of anointing anywhere near Tezcat Lapoka. Shane Dawson promised himself he wasn't going to make apology videos after last year's thing, so he is just trying to be as short and honest with this as possible. And we will go from there to the page for the character Christine, where Anonymous comments, Christine's tits are actually misleading. On almost every skin, her chest piece pushes them in and up, giving the illusion of big breasts. She's a dirty liar. Durga or Hakuman have the best, most juicy mammaries. You can nurse a team back to full health with just one Hakuman nipple. Hell, even Taro Mighty has better cleavage than Christine, but no one talks about her because she's kinda sorta manly. 
It's disgusting. I expect more from the community. And don't get me started on Maria. That fucking prude is always covered up, bitch. From there, we will go to the page for the character Shenong, where Anonymous has posted, I want Shenong to do various mouth jobs for Lucifer, Manticore, and Naga, plus Bat, plus Venomous Toad, plus Spider, plus Tarantula, plus Stingray, plus Sunkman, etc., in a luxury party orgy night. Then chugs down lots of toxic plants, beverages, mushrooms, snack, hitting over his stomach capacity, which will make him vomit the whole marvelous deli mixture over my crotch, flamboyantly the moment I jump scare him like some yiffing horny face hugger, with a massive nasty leaking cloaca of mine. After that, I'll pin the bad Kobe beef pie down with a cold chain essay and put Yasori ultra dirty mawashi to his mouth as one punishment, watching him cry and moan like an adorable moo about to be chopped for meat as I ride his penis so rough we both piss all over the floor orgasmically. From there, things suddenly turn gloomy. The second, Minayaki, Azazel, and Hogan walk in to join the feast. Yeah. To which Anonymous says, Fuck this bitch. All I wanted was a hot bull man, but now I have a lactation kink because of him. I didn't ask for this. To which Anonymous says, I hope this dude nuts viscous grape Kool-Aid colored nut. To which Anonymous says, If he's into poisonous things, that means he could take a fart to the face with a smile, right? Haha, <laughs> just wondering. To which Grudon Koo says, No need to driving in the medicines into your injector, just come inside my mouth or my anus. To which Anonymous asks, I'm here to ask. Comment section, are you okay? And Anonymous responds directly with, Shenon giving me an urethra-sounding win. And Anonymous responds directly with, Inject my prostate with your fluids, please. So, from there, we'll go to the page for the character Guillaumau, where Anonymous has said, Nearly 69% of his net worth is in his dick. He created a cryptocurrency that uses it as its standard. It doesn't make any sense, but nobody cares because his dick is that awesome. And Anonymous says, If you dom him, you'll be seizing the means of milk production. And Anonymous says, Yeah, I hate the rich, but this guy? I'd happily get crushed by a box and die in a Gaochang warehouse while working for him. Anonymous says, Gays will be like, eat the rich, but then they see this guy and go, Capitalism is good, actually. To which Anonymous says, I just want him to very loudly yell corporate buzzwords in my ear while we fuck like our stocks depend on it. Is that too much to ask? Anonymous comments with, Hmm, I'm so thirsty, daddy. Please, you have to feed me with your breast milk. Anonymous comments, Me, you mess the bull, you get the horns. Alistar thinking, You can't milk those. And from there, we'll go to the page for the character named Makan, where Anonymous comments, Not gay, but I want to see Makan's cock in person. It's kind of weird, but I have a strange, almost morbid fascination with oversized things. Usually this excludes sexual things, and genitals, or breasts, but whenever I hear people discuss his penis, my mind always focuses on it for longer than a normal period, usually resulting in myself imagining just what it must be like. If it's cut or uncut, shaved or unshaved, how wide is it? What does it smell like? And so on and so forth, before I snap out of it. It's a pretty weird thing to focus so much time and energy on, I know, but at the same time I feel like there must be others who almost can't bear the thought of not knowing the exact dimensions of it. Perhaps some would even touch it, although certainly that would be too much for me, or even interact with it in some other way, but if I did get a chance to see it, I wouldn't even photograph or video it, just store it in my mind so that, inevitably, when my mind wanders to it again, I can just say, oh yeah, that's what it was like. Huh. From here, we'll go to the page for the character Temujin, where Anonymous has left this comment. 
If casual sex implies the existence of ranked competitive sex, then Temujin is what you could consider to be a tryhard. Everything he does in bed is part of his strategy to achieve maximum fertility. He happily gives oral, but only receives as foreplay and preparation for anal. You will never, ever taste his cum. Even a single drop wasted is deeply upsetting to him. He is almost exclusively a top. You can talk him into bottoming for you, but only if he can top you afterward. He only fucks doggy style and mating press. When he fucks, his goal is to come as quick and deep inside you as possible. Once he knots inside you, he stays in until he's ready for another round. He does not pull out until he's done. In between rounds, he rubs your belly and whispers to you about the strong, healthy children you will bear him. He won't stop until a bare minimum of three loads, though he aims for at least seven or more. He considers any session less than two hours to be a waste of time. Condoms infuriate him, and he considers any lubricant other than precum and saliva to be detrimental to fertility. His biggest turn-on is bottoms that don't touch their dick and come hands-free. He considers that to be an auspicious omen and a sign of great virility. Temujin swears by this strategy, and claims that every single bit of it is a vital component in the process of siring his legacy. And then underneath it, Anonymous says, I thought all the Emprek jokes about him were just a meme, what is going on? And then below that, Anonymous says, walks into comment section, slurps, leaves. And then below that, Anonymous says, I know this is intellectually on the same level as lusting after Hanzo from Overwatch, and I'm going to regret making this observation for the rest of my life, but he's cute. From there, we're going to go to the page for the character Volos. Anonymous has commented, Hmm, Volos is just the perfect man. I want to be a parent's son so that Volos can steal me away and make me his. I want him to split my soul into eight pieces like a Hakenshi watermelon so that we can form a Volos-worshipping harem that'll take care of his needs so he can spend all his time practicing agriculture. I want to trample his garden so that he gets real mad and pushes my face into the dirt and tramples me in retribution with his musky bare bare feet. Do you like it when you're the one being stepped on? Oh my god, yes. I want him to strap me in his basket sacred artifact and milk me dry of my replenishing seed so that he can harvest a yield so bountiful it'll end world hunger in all 24 worlds forever. But the thirst for Volos will never end. An anonymous comments, Volos come smells like pumpkin, don't ask me how I know that. Anonymous comments with, and I really hope I don't wake my neighbors up with this, God, I just want to bury my face in sweaty Volos' ass. I want to rub my nose against Volos' butthole and indulge in the scent. God, I need it. I want to spread those cheeks and use the full width of my tongue to give his ass long, slow licks so that my taste buds fully come to appreciate every wrinkle gliding across my tongue. Ah! Give me the bare booty. I need it on my face. I need it on my face. I want to come all over brown booty cheeks and glaze them like donuts. Fuck! I want to huff the sweaty, musky scent of a delirious bare ass while I milk my dick all over the floor. Mmm! I stroke my pathetic cock to the thought. Every night I want to fuck a brown bear. So bad. Fuck, 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 fuck. I need to feel my cock slowly sink into a Volos' tight ass and feel my crotch bulb up against those delicious cheeks as my thrust make an audible slap with every hump I make. Fuck, 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 ah! To which Anonymous responds directly. Thank you so much for your contribution, Anon. It is truly a work of art. May you one day get to fuck Volos as hard as his event variant fucks people that have literally any debuff on them. And another Anonymous responds directly and says, I imagine this is what happens every day in Discord, according to the comments under the Discord page on the wiki itself. And then, separately, Anonymous comments, I'm the pumpkin that he uses as a fleshlight. And Anonymous, unfortunately, comments, Stop being horny for him, please. You bastards. And from there, 
we will go to the page for Goemon, where Anonymous comments, God damn it, just when I thought I was about to exit the summer without dropping a bunch on Gacha, they release a cute chubby Tanuki character who transforms into an equally cute chubby human character who has a neat backstory involving badass thief Goemon, has a great illustration, cool normal outfit, and an alternate that is just a damn fundoshi. And on top of everything, his abilities seem pretty good. Just hit every single one of my buttons. And from there, we will go to the page for the character named Gangly, where Anonymous has said, When you think about it, Gangly's kind of like a flirty version of Sans. To which Anonymous responds, The only time I'll love you is when you lay down in that hot electric grill. Anonymous follows up with a comment, He talks a big game, but the closest thing this guy's had to action is the time his finger accidentally slipped through the toilet paper. To which Anonymous says, My boyfriend is jealous of my relationship with Gangly. Anonymous says, do you sometimes look outside and think Guy Fieri would be popular with the gay bear community? And from there, we will go to the page for the character Ashigara, where Anonymous says, Anyone else notice in his four-star variant, without the water, there's a little damp spot on his bulge? Clearly he's happy to see us. And Anonymous says, I would like to have sex with him, but he is not real. And from there, we will go to the page for the character Horus, where Anonymous said, this game is doing what other games are too cowardly to do in their interpretation of Horus, and they mentioned the lettuce in his lore. Truly a gotcha for the thinking minds. To which Anonymous says, Horus puts you in a bathtub filled with lettuce and makes you his personal salad bar ASMR. To which Anonymous says, Everyone's all like, when will daddy give me lettuce? But the true winner move is having Horus eat lettuce at the same time with you. Now that's equality in a relationship. To which Anonymous says, I hate lettuce, but if it's Horus come seasoned, I'll eat anything. To which Anonymous says, I can't believe he fed someone lettuce with his cum on it, holy shit. To which Anonymous says, Do you have a problem drawing fan art of an overdesigned character? I have a solution. Life hack. Draw him naked. Anonymous says, Horus puts the peanut butter and jelly in the ass. He calls it peanut butter and jelly ass sandwich, but I call it lunch. From there, we'll go to the page for the character Kamwi where Anonymous says, The exact moment I knew I was gay is when I first started playing this game. I didn't know what it was about him that made me want him so badly, but every time a story chapter came out on my dick, came rock hard. I knew I wanted to do more than merely watch this spunk sponge. I wanted to fuck his tight little juicy asshole. For years, I dreamed of pounding him from behind and filling him with my cum and watching it drip. However, no matter how many times I choked my chicken to the mere thought of him, my lust for this sexy, succulent cum rag could not be satisfied. I tried everything, body pillows, dolls, nothing was good enough. So I made it my number one goal to create a hyper-realistic sex doll, so my fantasies could finally be brought to life. No longer will those who also have an unquenchable thirst for Mr. Kamui have to dream of releasing their sticky seed inside of his anal cavity, for they can now enjoy the real thing. But creating this sex doll would not be an easy task, and this I knew. That's why I need your help to fund this Kickstarter. For donating $20, you get a t-shirt that says, I'm gay for Kamui. For $40, you get the shirt and a coffee cup decorated with the finest Rule 34 Kamui art. For $60, you get Kamui anal beads. For $100, you get a Kamui flashlight that you can jizz in or whatever, plus all the other shit. Anything less than $20, and I'll just come in a shoebox and mail it to your door, because fuck you, I don't need your peasant change. I would like to make a world a better place with this Kamui sex doll, because I believe that everyone deserves the right to stick their dick in a fictional cum demon from a Japanese game. And from there, we'll go to the page for the character named Chernobog, 
where Anonymous asks a very important question. Realistically, how large is Chernobog's penis? Would it scale to the size of the average human's? Because if we take the average penis length of the United States males, 5.8 inches, times Chernobog's height, 7 foot 6 inches, according to the art book, divided by the average height of a United States male, 5 foot 9 inches, nice, we get, what? Whatever. Uh, we get a disappointing 7 and a half inches, and honestly, that doesn't seem right. A powerful being like Chernobog, to have the size of your average dildo? Pathetic. If I had to wager a guess, I'd say it's a foot long at the very least, although he could probably enlarge it using his ice crystals. I'd imagine that if Chernobog were to bang a human male, the size of the Dark Lord's penis and force of the pounding would probably kill him. Also, would the head of his dangly be the same color as his skin, or would it be a darker magenta? Would his balls shrink when it's hot instead of cold? I've been wondering these questions, and more, since I played through his event and have not been free of them since. And Anonymous directly responds and says, Why would you compare him to Americans when he's a Slavic god? Our averages are bigger both in height and down there. That data is readily available online in English. Anyway, if you take the basic picture of his summon and measure the outline of his dick, it fits approximately 13 times into his silhouette. So if you divide his official height of 228, or 228 centimeters, you get a flaccid size of 17.5 centimeters. The average difference between a flaccid and erect penis is roughly 1.5, so 17.5 times 1.5 equals 26.25 centimeters, or 10 in 10.3 inches. That's close to a foot. And that's just taking averages. He might be 35 centimeters, nearly 14 inches, for all we know. As for the glands color, I'd say it'd be darker than his skin, just like it's darker on us. Testicles shrink depending on temperature in order to ensure ideal conditions for sperm across species. Don't think it would be any different with him, but it's anyone's guess, of course. To which Anonymous directly responds and goes, Well, I took his sprite and calculated his dong size. First, I took the height from the wiki and the pixel height from his sprite without counting his horns. Sprite height is 794 pixels, canon height 228 centimeters. Then I took the pixel size of what could assumedly be his sin, without counting the lower part of the bulge that I assumed would be his balls. The bulge size is 64 pixels. After that, using that info, I made a proportion, which got me 18.377. By approximation 18 centimeters, or 7.1 inches, Chernodong's size is 18 centimeters flaccid, and his full mast size should be between 20 to 22 centimeters. To which Anonymous directly responds and asks, I am in awe. Why would you take time out of your day to do this? What have you gained? And Anonymous directly responds back, Quarantine. And to finish the night, we will go to the page for the character Nyarlathotep, in which Anonymous has left us a delightful short fanfiction. It goes like this. Hati woke up at three in the morning to the curious sensation of something very warm and wet against his leg. He knew it was three, because the alarm clock by his bed glowed bright in the dark, and it took him a shamefully long time to wake up enough to realize what had happened. It wasn't until Nyarlathotep made a little sound in his sleep and shifted slightly against his side that it really hit him. Hati reached one hand under the blankets and felt around. Sure enough, there was a warm wetness seeping into his pajamas and the sheets. That couldn't be good for the mattress, he thought idly. Further exploration proved that Nyarl's pajamas were soaked and, well, there was simply no doubt that the other guy had wet the bed. Hati's bed. On their very first night, sharing a bed together. Carefully taking back his hand, he pondered his next course of action. Did he wake Nyarlathotep up? Did he wait until morning? 
Eventually the pee was going to get cold and uncomfortable, and what if Neolithotep still had to pee more? He drank a lot of Pepsi right before bed. Would he wet the bed even more if Hati didn't wake him? Was this a problem he usually had, or just a fluke? So many questions. Ugh, Managarmer? His decision was made for him as Nyarlathotep sleepily cracked open his eyes. With a sigh, Hati leaned over and turned on the lamp. Nyarlathotep flinched at the sudden light, filling the dark room, but after a few moments, his expression changed. First was confusion, and then utter terror that Hati had never seen on his face. You wet the bed. It was almost comical how the same guy, who was an outer god who had no shame, now looked absolutely mortified. Considering the two of them had only just broken past all of their barriers, and tentatively started a relationship, doing something so embarrassing must have really affected him. Hati wished he knew exactly what Nyarlathotep was thinking, if only to know how to best comfort him. Well, I, I don't... I've, I've never... Nyarlathotep sat up and threw back the blankets, revealing the puddle around him that had seeped into Hati's side. Nyarlathotep was heavily flushed as he took in the damage. Hati was almost impressed by how big a bladder such a small person like him must have. I swear, I haven't wet the bed since I was a little kid. It wasn't even a thing I did a lot then. I don't know why. It was then that Hati noticed two things. One, Nyarlathotep's eyes looked awfully wet. Whenever he cried crocodile tears, there was no buildup, so these looked real. And two, he was subtly fidgeting. Maybe it was because he was nervous, but there was that other possibility, too. Nelothotep, I believe you, and I'm not mad, really. But now I need you to be honest with me. Nelothotep wouldn't meet his eyes as he nodded. Do you still need to pee? Huh? Hati gently grabbed Nyarlathotep's chin and locked their gazes. Nyarlathotep's breath went shallow. Hati licked his lips. Yeah, I do. Isn't it pathetic, Hati? I finally let you in and you let me into your bed just for me to piss in it, and I still have to go. I'm the worst. You aren't, he insisted, cupping his hand against Nyarlathotep's cheek and feeling the flushed skin beneath his hand. It was an accident, and I told you I'm not mad. I care about you, Narathotep, and this doesn't change that. But, Narathotep, if you still need to go, you should just finish right here. And there you have it. About half an hour's worth of comments from a wiki for a game that I have never been able to look at the same ever since I read some of this shit. Believe me when I tell you there are a lot of comments that I skipped over that are... There are worse comments on that wiki that straight up cross lines I'm not comfortable reading. And considering some of the shit I've submitted to F+, you should, uh, you should know what, what that entails. But until next time, this has been an extra credit short.
And from there, we'll go to the page for the character Fenrir, where Anonymous says, When I think about the rope bondage Fenrir hides beneath his coat, a hard shiver goes down my spine. I want to rip the clothes off his sweaty furry body and ravage him. Nothing is off limits to me. I would lick the wax out of his ears, the stank from his belly button, the tears from his eyes. I would suck the soul out of his butthole like a bong. If Fenrir were real, I would lock him in my basement. Okay, uh, stop in that comment right there. 